Welcome to Full Speed Ahead. I'm Craig Fuller here with Sean Cole, VP of Cargo for Delta. Uh, Sean, welcome to Chattanooga. Glad to be here. Thanks for the hospitality on this lovely sunny day in Chattanooga and quite a office setup you have here. Yeah, the weather is fantastic. This is my favorite time of the year. Moving into fall, I'm a big college football fan. Are you a Northwestern guy? I went to Northwestern for grad school, so Kellogg's or the Wildcats, so uh, more for the academics and less on the football <laughs> team, but sometimes we do manage a win versus one of our top uh, rivals in the Big Ten. So you're running cargo for Delta, one of the world's largest airlines and one of the most respected. Um, what does that job entail? Most people, when they think of Delta, they think of the passenger side of the business. But cargo is a really important part of Delta's success. What, what, what is it that you guys do that uh, makes you successful? Yeah, thanks for that lead-in. So Delta Cargo, uh, we're 2,000 uh, strong men and women across the globe. And when you're flying on that plane, if you're going on a business trip to Heathrow or to Amsterdam, there's freight on there both ways. It could be uh, car parts, jet parts. It could be asparagus, bell peppers. So really what we try to do in, in Delta Cargo is kind of have that same uh, sensibility that Delta has, which is be reliable, thoughtful, and innovative every time that continuous improvement. So um, why I'm here, why we're glad to be in Chattanooga is on that innovation vein, right? Signing up with an exciting company that's using data to mine really value nuggets that we can go see. So um, Delta Cargo is a cool little, uh, cool little engine, uh, this part of Delta. I've been Delta for 11 years, but Delta Cargo for two years. It's a, I mean, it's a huge business in itself. I mean, if it was separate from the broader airline, it would be you know, one of the lar world's largest transportation companies in itself. Yeah, so we're just, last year, we were uh, just over $850 million. Um, we're always thinking of ways of how we can grow and with our partners across the globe, how we can be better for our customers uh, and moving goods from, um, from around the globe into the U.S. or outside of the U.S. Now, when most people think of air freight, they think of you know, the big freighters like UPS and FedEx, but a lot of cargo gets moved on the belly. Um, and you've mentioned things like car parts and pharmaceuticals, but produce, the thing that I was surprised to learn is how much produce actually moves throughout the belly. Yeah, exactly. Something that is perishable, right? Like um, pharmaceutical goods or asparagus or flowers, you want to get that to market as quickly as possible so that end user can have that fresh and quality experience. So we move a lot of uh, perishables uh, out of South America into the U.S. and then to the various gateways in Asia and Europe, but then also from Europe into the U.S., be it uh, bell peppers. Uh, we also move um, seafood as well. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, seafood from South America or seafood from the Bering Sea uh, come on our bellies. Yeah, getting access to the weather data is important because weather has a huge impact to uh, both the, the, the capacity, just the weather disruptions we all know because yeah, yeah. we all fly, and then also just the demand side of it as well. When there's a a big rainstorm that can impact the produce yield that then impact how much cargo goes in your jet. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, what's the size of the crop? Is it, a, is it a great crop? Is it a wheat crop? How do we make sure that we're part of that whole ecosystem that, that's helping that in farmer or the consumer on the other end, right? Get it, get it there, so. Now you guys have recently, we even joined the Engage Accelerator in Atlanta, uh, which is a, uh, a 
consortium investment portfolio of 11 Fortune 1000 companies have come together with the city of Atlanta and Georgia Tech to invest in early stage startups. We were in the first cohort and recipient of that. I'm curious, when you think about innovation, why would you guys participate in these early stage companies? It seems like a, an interesting opportunity, but somewhat of a distraction from a, you know, a company that has bigger or big initiatives at Delta. Yes, yeah, so it's a great point. I talked about being reliable, innovative, and thoughtful. The thing that we also have at Delta is keep climbing. And the thing is, is when sometimes you're looking in the four walls of Delta, you don't see what's really fast paced moving. So we like Gengage and partner with these companies just to look at the world a little bit differently, that how it can benefit our passengers. We transport about 200 million passengers each and every year, but then also on the freight side, right? So I, I work with big uh, customers and small customers. How can we be more innovative and reliable in moving um, goods um, from point A to point B? So it's all about using, partnering with companies where uh, getting the product in faster, but using your network. You guys have a fixed network. And I think that's one of the things that's perhaps less understood is, is the value of that on-time network is scheduled. You know, when you're hauling passengers, they're not forgiving. You can't hold it, can't hold it, cube it out. It has to fly. Um, I mean, this seems like a network that has untapped potential in terms of uh, a lot of available uh, capacity that potentially could be optimized to be very valuable. Yeah, absolutely. So we fly to you know six continents. We have over 300 destinations worldwide, over 200 domestically. And those flights are going to leave on time each and every day. And because of what we're doing in other airlines as well, that we've taken the uh, cancel flight out of the equation, right? Like you said, it's an on-time machine, but how do we maximize that from a passenger standpoint and a cargo standpoint? Because we have a flight leaving each and every day, multiple times a day, going to New York, going to Los Angeles, Seattle, to our power centers. So how do we tap into that? Yeah, it seems like the intersection of freight and the companies that are in optimization of uh, taking LTL shipments into the belly and so forth could be pretty powerful. Absolutely. We think that's the next frontier. Again, everybody knows the effect of what um, online has done. I mean, the expectation where you used to get something in five or seven days, pretty much now it's next day or within hours when you push that click. How can we take advantage of that? That's that's one of the things that we're, we're working on that's on uh, the forefront of our minds. Yeah, I mean, e-commerce is huge. And, and <clears throat> the demand of getting freight faster, the velocity of freight is becoming far more important. And you know, you have this massive network that transverses the globe. Now, one of the things I, I, I've enjoyed learning about your business is a lot of air cargo is actually global. Absolutely. It's not really as much domestic, but you're really more about intersecting the global commerce centers. Absolutely. Um, as the ecosystems of supply chains have built up over the last 30 years, there are manufacturing centers in the Pacific, right, in China and other parts of Asia, as well as in Europe, specifically uh, Germany, right, just the engineering prowess and the manufacturing they have. So how do we connect that in South America with the, um, with the agriculture, with the seafood? How do we connect those points better? And so. what keeps you up at night? Anything? Uh, what keeps me up at night? My kids, man. <laughs> I have uh, two boys, a sixth grader and a 12th grader. So it's a different ball game when you have someone who's driving and 
dating and looking at colleges, so that's what keeps me up I, at night. I have a se uh, seventh grader. Uh, he's pretty chill, yeah. uh, but my eight-year-old is a terror. <laughs> like, he's uh, he is a handful. He's going to get increasingly be so yep. uh, very stressful. Well, Sean, thanks for coming on. You're going to be at Freightways Live in Chicago. Oh, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Um, again, thank you for the hospitality today in Chattanooga and Freightways. So Freightways Live, November 12th, 13th. If you haven't got tickets, do so today. It is going to be the freight party of the year, November 12th and 13th at Chicago at McCormick Center. We'll see you there.